believe it was in the sixth hour that we had uh, in the psalmody. The psalmody for the royal hours is different from the typical hours that you would keep at home or that we uh, read here in church, the third and sixth hour before a Sunday divine liturgy. And it really struck, stuck out at me this time because it was, Logan, I believe it was you reading Psalm 90 slash 91, depending on how you're uh, taking note uh, counting the psalms. Uh, and is there anything about that psalm that sticks out to anybody? Psalm 90 or 91? One of them sound like a Procumenon. So, a lot, the Procumenon are almost always psalms. So, it is many times in reading the Psalter, you'll, you'll bump along with something and you go, wait, I recognize that. Why do I recognize that? And then the melody comes into your head. That's why I recognize that. Psalm 9091 is the psalm appointed for the Pankita. It is for uh, those who have passed. Uh, it is, let me get the page out. It is a psalm. He that dwelleth in the aid of the Most High shall abide under the protection of the God of heaven. He shall say to the Lord, Thou art my protector, my refuge, my God, and in him will I trust. Later on in uh, the psalm we have, For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest, you thy, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the asp and the basilisk. The lion and the dragon shall thou trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will protect him because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and glorify him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This psalm uh, is appointed to be read for the Panachito uh, because it is a psalm that encaptures what we would like in our transition from this life to the next life. That our God, who we have known throughout our life, that he will be our refuge, he will protect us, he will deliver us, and he will have his angels guide us, that we will tread upon all kind of demonic forces that want to drag us down. But there's something about hearing that and having it jar my memory about death and then I was just looking upon the icon, and of course we have, as we've already had the nativity icon, Christ born into a cave wrapped in swaddling cloths, which are the burial shroud, that he is already wrapped in death garments. And then we have our Lord again, if you look at the icon, looks like he's in a cave structure. He's in the water, and as we've known from previous theophanies, uh, the water as a kind of chaos, as representations we see throughout Scripture, especially in the Psalms, you know, the waters are getting above my head, I'm crying out. Uh, we have Christ um, in his baptism descending into the depths, into the chaos, into the darkness, into, as the icon has it, almost a cave like when he was born, and like his passion his descent into Hades and the harrowing of Hades when he, on Holy Saturday, in silence, 
will be trampling down death by his own death. This all wraps up, of course, into what we see in Theophany as an annual reminder of what it means for us to be initiated into the church through holy baptism that we read in the epistle reading, uh, one of the hours uh, from Romans 6, that we uh, who are baptized into Christ are baptized into his death. That baptism uh, echoes forth with death. So we have the psalm reminding us of death, that God in our trusting as we transition from life to death, that he will trample down the asp and the basilisk, that the lion and the dragon will be trampled underfoot because we've loved him and he has promised to deliver us. But what is Romans 6, and especially as we see in our Lord's baptism, uh, what happens after the baptism? He's baptized into death, but his entire ministry is then he goes out, as Mark tells us, to be with the wild animals, to fast, to be ministered to by angels. That it's not just in the transition from life to death, and our great when things are basically the, the books are shut, but that our entire life is one of embracing death, of having death before our eyes, not in a kind of morbidity that we're just thinking about the day that we're going to die and when we will cease to walk upon the face of this earth, but that we are thinking like what our Christ, uh, who we have been baptized into his death, that we are dying daily to all of the wild beasts, the passions, the things that beset us, the things that want to drag us down into the depths of the earth, the things that flee Christ in his baptism, as we see here in the icon. So as we come to begin to celebrate this feast of Theophany, let us remember our own baptisms. Let us renew our daily dying so that when as we die now to the world that we become more and more alive to the God that will save us the God who will bring us up into heaven at the end of time and the end of our own time upon this earth in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen